0: Welcome to The Brazilian Beat, episode 96, with Charo Yuje, director of Istanbul School of Samba. Join us as we get to know the Brazilian percussion music making community, one interview at a time. This is Diana. And
1: this is Courtney. Hello out there, everybody. Hello, Diana. Hey, Courtney. How's it going? Good. This was a fun interview to do. Oh, it was. What a happy guy.
0: Yeah, he's really great. (laughs) so great to make these connections out there. Mm
1: -hmm. for sure.
0: So today's guest, Chara, is the director of the Istanbul School of Samba. He has played with an array of influential musicians over the years, starting when he was in high school. For his college education, he moved to Istanbul, where he also enrolled at Drum Club Istanbul. During this time, he had a chance to work with outstanding drummers and to attend drum workshops in Europe. Being part of that environment, Playing and expressing himself through music became natural, and he found opportunities to work with different musicians and was exposed to different styles of music. This enabled him to integrate different musical influences to his music and compose fusions of his own. He quickly progressed to playing in different genres and styles before discovering samba and getting involved in various bands. In 2011, Chato worked with famous musician and film score composer Gokhan Kirdur. In a short span of time, Chato was asked to perform with numerous bands, musicians, in live performances, several TV shows, album recordings, and video clips.
1: In 2014, he studied with Mestri Milo da Portela to master his samba swing. Later on, through learning from many other musicians as well, he started to become a regular for batteries around Europe, such as Bloco X or Bloco X, Sapukayu no Samba, Samba Sapiens, Samba Universo, Unidos G. Hamburgo, performing in Germany, Spain, Italy, Serbia, Russia, Portugal, and Poland. In 2020, Charu performed with Porto da Pedra, Estacio Chissá, Batu Pibatu, and Blocos dos Gringos in Rio. He also attended the workshop of well-known samba schools and masteries such as Academicos do Salguero, he studied with Dudu Fuentes, Gabriel Policarpo, Vaguinho do Hipiki, Sobri Hipiki, and Brunino do Hipiki. In addition to being an international touring artist and freelance drummer, Shadow has also been giving drum, percussion, and samba lessons, and since 2014, he has been the director of Istanbul's School of Samba.
0: Uh, disclaimer, we do not speak Turkish, so please excuse <laughs> our our Turkish accents, We're or trying. lack thereof.
1: <laughs> We're trying. Yes. If you all have the means, please consider uh, giving back to the Hichimistas of Brazil through Hichimo Solidario. We have links. On our website, on every episode where you can do that, you can find Sheena Du Estacio and his nonprofit profit Hichimo Solidario. The pandemic is still happening, as we all know, so people are still hungry and in need of help. So this is your chance to give back. And if you still
0: have the means, um, consider donating to our um, global community on ko well, that's k o hyphen f i slash the Brazilian Beat, where you can um, buy us a coffee, you can make a monthly donation, you can make a one bulk sum uh, donation, and this goes to helping us put this podcast out, <laughs> helping us with equipment and website, just all kinds of things. So if you feel the urge, join us on Kofi.
1: This podcast is also sponsored by GoSamba.net, Samba Drums, Monaco 2 Drums, Gear, go check it out, GoSamba.net.
0: And she also has a, if you're in the Portland area, there's a little shop in, within Rhythm Traders.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rhythm Traders gave me some space, so. How, how's that going? It's going well. It's going All well. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting to have stuff like where people can go physically touch it and play it exactly. and check it out. Mm-hmm. Another way you can support this podcast is to rate us on Apple Podcasts and to tell a friend and subscribe to the podcast. That actually helps us a lot. So thank you very much. We hope you all enjoy this episode and we'll talk to you at the end. morning, Diana. How are you
0: doing? Good. How are you? I'm
1: doing well. Who do we have today?
0: Today, live from Istanbul, Turkey, we have Chato Uje. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Chato is the director of the Istanbul School of Samba, and we are so excited to have him here with us.
2: Yeah, I'm excited too. Because we were waiting for this for a couple of weeks or a month, we, right? Yeah, we've been
0: we're trying to schedule this. yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm really happy to be with you guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Merhaba. <laughs>
2: Merhaba. Wow, you're re- you're already here. <laughs> I,
1: I'm set. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Perfect.
1: Well, thank you so much for being here. Let's get. We usually start these interviews by asking folks about their background. Um, how did you? Um, start in music was your family musical and and how'd you get
2: started? Yeah, actually uh, I should get back to my childhood Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I actually didn't start playing something, but I was like my father and my mother they, are, they were teachers, so they just were assigned to a village It's it's like a gypsy village, so I was like two, three years old, but I was the only white boy. <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine the music is always going on. So I think because uh, uh, also for Brazilians, they say they, they just born into this music. So that's right. why their uh, samba <clears throat> swing is perfect because it comes from, you know, the roots and their ear already uh, mm-hmm. started to hear the music. So that I think it's coming from these very early ages. Yeah, but then uh, also my father has a, uh, he's a traditional Turkish dance teacher. Oh, and wow, great. Yeah, he, he has always a lot of groups to teach dancing. And in all rehearsals there, there were live musicians, so that I was just going to watch there and. I think it's also just gives some poison to my <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so then yeah uh, the like I started in high school years but it was not professional I was actually a basketball player for like 10 12 years oh. of, yeah uh, I'm I'm telling you this because I found something <laughs> like uh, like I was the... Uh, playmaker. I was playing guard position. So it was mm-hmm. like uh, it needs a lot of rippling with the ball. So mm-hmm. after I started drums I I just figured out that it's all the same technique when mm-hmm. you just bounce the ball and mm-hmm.
3: uh,
2: drumming, you know. So that I think it helps me to improve myself very fast. My teacher said. <laughs> yeah. So like uh, in college, years i just moved to istanbul because i was born in Çanakkale. it's a uh, city near the sea in bosphorus mm-hmm. also near istanbul so after i graduated from high school i came to istanbul to study uh, but it was not music <laughs> it's like management information systems mm-hmm. uh, but then i just decided to uh, take some drum lessons so after that after like 1 2 years I found a drum school uh it's called Drum Club Istanbul so that I started to go there after uh, my education time I mean <laughs> uh, a lot of people knows me those years like I was running to the studio so it was a famous uh, street in Istanbul it's called Istiklal Street yes So, like, it's a long street with shops and everything, clubs and bars. So, like, uh, from the beginning to end, I every almost every day I was running to the studio to just play drums, you know. (laughs) So,
0: is that on that one? Is that is that on that street where all the uh instrument shops are?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's end of it.
0: Oh, okay, yes, I know where it is. Yes, yeah,
2: yeah. there are cymbals and everything, yes. So, uh, like, I was just continued there, maybe five, six years, maybe more. Then I also started to teach drums for a while. Uh, there, I mean, their goal is to just uh, create some worldwide drummers, you know. That's what I loved about it. Because, <laughs> like, uh, in all these basic drums, <clears throat> education they just try to just create yourself in different genres like rock funk samba african music so they made a really nice uh, education like they give you the chance to like play as yourself in different genres so that uh, during this time i just figure out that there's samba <laughs> <laughs> So I was always playing samba rhythms, but then I realized uh, the samba now we're into is actually different than a drummer plays, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, you play in the drum set. Because then I figure out, oh, because I was always searching samba and different samba patterns and rhythms. So then I realized, oh, there are big baterias and full of people, they are playing, sharing the energy. So I was just watching and tried to find someone to make this music, but I couldn't find <laughs> for, for long years. So I was alone and playing samba in the studio alone. So then uh, I just went to a very... East part of Turkey for my military service, so of course they made me the sergeant of the uh, marching band. Mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so uh, there I start teaching how to play drums because almost every day we have some shows. Like it was a big district, and every day we uh, it starts with the marching band. Like the day, the day. So um, and uh. during the day, we always play drums, like practicing every day. It's it's all our job, you know, <laughs> in the military. Awesome. <laughs> and also, we went outside to play some shows, like on the special days in the mm-hmm. fest times. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, of course, I just uh, I'm just get a little bit bored about these marches and. so I tried to find some our own songs like funk hip hop you know reggae Uh, I because there are also brass players and I teach we find some new melodies and we just uh, started to play our own arrangements you know
0: and the military was okay with that
2: no of course not (laughs) 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 Because one day one commander just, uh, I mean, the commander of the marching band, he just invited me and said, what what do you think you're playing? And I said, oh, it's just for fun. And, you know, he was very strict and, you know, you cannot play this in the shows because we were just kicked out from the military, he said. (laughs) (laughs) So I said, no, I was just uh, trying to find some funny ways to teach drums to the kids, you know because the others are very younger than me. Mm-hmm. So like they are very motivated. When I see it, I just uh, try to just support it. So I said, it's just for fun. So I'll be playing with it. Uh, so it was okay. At those times I told a lot to build a new band when I'm back to Istanbul. Mm-hmm. Like well, it, I wasn't thinking about Samba, but everything like funk, hip hop, reggae, I just want to be included, all genres I love, like uh, I want to build a band when I'm back. Mm -hmm. So, but then I was lucky uh, because I used to play with a metal band (laughs) (laughs) and uh, the bass player called me and said, you know, I just uh, find a band and they are, they look very okay and very funny. So they want some they're just looking for some drummers uh, if you want to join. So they invite me to join a Samba group. Hmm. So I started to play Kaisha so I met Mehmet Urunu there. Uh, he's my first mentor in Samba. So it was actually our old Samba group so we start I started to play with them like around five, six years, I think. Uh, So I only play Kaisa those times. Mm -hmm. So then uh, Mehmet told me that, oh, I found a workshop in Serbia, you know, and they're looking for some samba players, at least uh, they need uh, some five years experience because there will be an advanced uh, workshop. So I have no idea who is, who will be there for the workshop. Uh, but I said, okay, let's try go to Serbia. So I met uh, Mestre Nilo there. Oh, cool. From Portela.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and also he came with his uh, Kaisha director. So there uh, I focused also uh, mostly on Kaisha, But uh, when I see the swing and everything... I said, you know, I was playing uh, samba for five, six years, those times. And I said, you know, the, the thing we played is not samba. It's like something Turkish samba, <laughs> 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 something like that. Because mm-hmm. it's very different than we play. Mm-hmm. So just it's it's just the first light <laughs> in my <laughs> samba career, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I really focused to play. The best Kaisha, uh, I mean, of course, it was not, uh, it, it doesn't happen just with a click. So I just worked hard to just improve my samba swing on Kaisha first, when I'm back also. But uh, they teach me a lot of new stuff. So that when I came back, I just Uh, Tell everyone in the group that, guys, this is not (laughs) samba.
1: How did they they react to that when you told? So it
2: was like first, uh, because everyone used to play on his own way, Mm -hmm. so like it was very hard to uh, impose this idea to just Mm -hmm. improve our swing, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, because. then I just realized that oh okay because uh, a group or summer school should just uh, follow some ways so everyone should be stick to it you know because otherwise I was the only uh, Kaisha player who is who's playing really differently than the right. others so so there was a uh, it's not uh sounds well you know <laughs> it's like a chaos <laughs> 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 when, when everyone plays the same swing you know
3: mm-hmm. uh
2: so yeah after years we like we played like hundreds thousands of performances but it was like uh that so then we uh, just left the old samba group and we decided to make a new samba school because it was most like a samba group we're playing with on the gigs,
3: uh-huh. on the
2: openings and everything. But uh, my idea and Mehmet's idea was like to build a samba school. So we, I just travel a lot. I will also talk about it a little bit later, because I travel a lot. Just met a lot of samba people in different countries, and I saw half the schools going on, how they manage it. So. Uh, I have, uh, in years, I have a lot of friends and they also gave me some ideas. Of course, there is a uh, Turkey reality uh, because every single country has its own rules and culture, you know. Mm -hmm. So I tried to figure Mm -hmm. out how to just uh, be successful on this. So we thought about it and just we started a Samba school. It's called, you know, Istanbul School of Samba. So we were like a couple of people in at the beginning, then a lot of other old Samba members just joined us. And now, like after six, seven years, we are around 50 people.
0: Nice. That's great.
2: Yeah. So, uh, so that's it actually, basically. (laughs) (laughs) So, but of course, of course, we're going to get into details. Yes, of
3: course.
0: (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Charo, can you tell us um, about the scene in uh, Istanbul? Is there a big Brazilian scene besides your own group? Um, And how is the Uh, music received and the performance aspect?
2: Yeah, actually, uh, it's not a huge scene, (laughs) (laughs) I can say. Because we are are the biggest, I mean, the most crowded uh, group Mm -hmm. on, on the school and uh, but of course after us there were some uh, groups as well there were one group in istanbul and one more group in izmir it's it's mm-hmm. another city mm-hmm. and uh, in izmir there was a brazilian guy moved to istanbul and he built it
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, so yeah but the other bands like they're just copying what we do but they are not samba groups or mm-hmm school
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, they're just uh, trying to copy what we did and uh, and they go to earn some money with this mm-hmm. uh, with these sources you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so that uh, I, I saw this because you know we also have brass players in the- right. I saw that. So we also have some our own arrangements with some popular songs and everything. Also with some samba songs, we also play enredos. And so that some these songs started to play after we (laughs) play (laughs) it. So uh, I just try to create. I mean, with Mehmet, of course, uh, we just try to build something. will be rare and not easy to copy you know Mm -hmm. so that uh of course i so you will ask which sources resources you're just uh, you can recommend or you just get into create some stuff so basically it's our own experience because mehmet and me also travels a lot like uh and in every fe- Samba Festival or like in every workshop. So it's it's a chance to learn new things, you know?
0: Mm, sure.
2: And also when you go to, because like I always go to Germany, Spain, Italy, Serbia, Russia, Portugal, Poland, I mean, uh, to and last year, of course, Brazil and like in every country they have they found a different approach and like we know a lot of common breaks you know all these famous schools are playing mm-hmm. so mostly uh, baterias and some schools are just copying the same thing and play the same popular breaks for example or the popular enredos uh of course, when we're playing the enredos, we also play the ori- try to play the original. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like besides, uh, I mean, when we come to the breaks, we try to just uh, play it in our own way, you know, because not every break suits your own samba school.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, uh, so after I came back from some festivals and uh i was there i take some notes to try when i'm back so when i'm back i just started to teach what i learned from the other groups so we try how it sounds i just checked the energy so sometimes the energy gets really high so it means the group just you know, just accept this <laughs> you know but sometimes also uh, there there will be there will be residents like people just uh, they try to play but not from heart like they're like okay we're playing this but they don't like it actually somehow or hmm. somehow it doesn't sound like the original one or something mm-hmm. like this so I said okay not this one <laughs> or just try to... Uh, arrange it according to us, because yeah, every group dynamics are different. So, uh, so we decide how we can play if mm-hmm. we are the one and play this kind of a break. So how we play it in in our own way, uh, we just try to uh, just create a style. So when you when you listen to it, oh. It should be Istanbul school of Samba. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, I mean, idea, but we'll see if we can manage it in, in, well or not in years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can we talk about your group as far as how is it structured and, um, you know, where you rehearse, all the details like that?
2: Yeah, of course. Uh, where we rehearse is a really big problem, of course. Yeah. <laughs> So i just want to start with that because because of this pandemic uh, we need to uh, take a break because mm-hmm. uh, we used to rehearse in a, at a theater mm. so for years it was a small theater uh, so but it was just uh, enough for us i mean for all the people came to the uh, rehearsal so then uh, during this pandemic, they are kicked out, so they sh- they just should move to another place, but uh, the new place is not uh, good for us, mm-hmm. because of this soundproof stuff, mm-hmm. so we are very loud, you know, <laughs> you can imagine. <laughs> So that now uh, we, we are searching for a new place during these days. Mm-hmm. So it's the main problem what we have today. <laughs> sure. So yeah, uh, because before we also uh, experienced the same situation before we found this theater. So we used to work at a studio. It was a big one. Then the owner was changed and they said they got some compliments So like you cannot rehearse here anymore. So we started to try different studios every week Mm -hmm. because we we have rehearsal every week, like two times. Uh, So that we started to try different studios. So every week, like almost the half of the uh, rehearsal, there was a complaint, and we are just kicked out mm. because of the loud or some. They sometimes <laughs> they they just called uh, some authorities to come and check. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the level of the sound, you know, mm-hmm. so that uh, we we just tried a lot of studios and it just never keep changing
1: into a new one every week so that
2: can... <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i i was telling the same one <laughs> but uh, until this happened because one day uh there was a guy with the knife it was a neighbor of the studio Hello. yeah and he came to the studio with a knife you know and he was so angry because of the uh sound like noise you know yeah and like the police came and everything so that uh we just took everything and just left there <laughs> so i said okay uh, we love samba but if <laughs> if it's worth our life you know <laughs> wow. we couldn't play it <laughs> <Right. sighs> oh. wow
0: now you rehearse in katekoi is that right
2: yeah in Kadiköy. So there are another theatres as well. So we start checking the possibilities on the on different theatres. Mm-hmm. Also there are some schools, maybe after school hours. Of course we rehearse at night. So mm-hmm. uh, we will try as we do before. So there, there are there, there is some uh, options, but we'll see. I hope it, uh, it will be solved soon because we missed a lot to sure. play together, you know,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and we'll be back very stronger than before. I That's my wish. <laughs> of course.
1: A lot of groups here, at least in the United States, are now rehearsing outside to socially, you know, be separate. Yeah. Like, can you also guys do al- that?
2: No, it's not allowed to play outside. Mm. That's, oh, okay. that's also a problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, of course we play on the fest days like we parade there was a famous street it's called Baudat Street Uh, it's like uh, on the other side but it's like uh, it's similar to Istiklal Street it's Mm -hmm. also uh, with a lot of shops and there's a long street so in fest days uh, there were like thousands of people celebrating the fest so, uh, like all all fans, we just go to the street and play at least thirty people, just to cheer people up and like show that that there's a big group doing this kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know. Uh, so um, we're doing this like for a lot of years, so that uh, all these old ladies, children. They, they all just are waiting for us on these days. Hmm. And some old ladies always can come to me and, you know, I was just searching for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and please play. We are here for you. And, Aww. you know, they love us. So it's great. perfect to just see people happy and dancing, you know. Even like Samba in Turkey sounds like, uh, some aliens are playing a strange <laughs> music sometimes. But yeah, children are always into it and they're jumping and and I love children and I found the them, you know, in the front ones and I took them, dance with them. Sometimes I forget the battery and dancing with the children <laughs> in the front, you know.
1: <laughs> How, uh. so you mentioned that you, can't play outside how you know we have in the united states a lot of assumptions about turkey and and what it's like to be there how is samba received received by like the government by the general population obviously people don't like the noise you know that's everywhere but um can you tell us about that aspect of it if if you can
2: Actually, uh, of course, we travel to other cities as well for some openings, some events and everything. People love it, actually. And uh, I found the uh, Brazilian culture is also a similar, uh, very close to Turkish culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, also the people, their lifestyle. So I found a lot of common uh, behaviors, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like when you... Tell about some, for example, I received a message from someone unknown today, like uh, he he or she, it was like a fake account, but
3: hmm.
2: asking me, are you doing Samba? And I said, yes, uh, I'm doing it for years. So I started to tell about what we're doing. And actually people just, uh, when you tell Samba, they only think about dance, you know, mm-hmm. not the music. Yeah. Because they're not familiar, uh, they only see it on the news or like on TV, like about Rio Carnival. They only see the dancers there. Right. So, but actually, it's an easy way to commun- uh, connect. Like, so if there is dancing, there should be a music behind it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question, like when I mentioned Samba, they said, "Oh." It's perfect but I cannot dance very well. But I said, okay, me too, but we're playing and dancing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we try we uh, we just try to break this uh like thinking way of thinking about samba. So it's not of course it's a dance but uh there is also a music and some people should play it, you know for the dancers and for the community and for everyone so it's a uh, like a line that we need to break yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, at the end uh, we always got positive reactions from the um, from people outside and uh, i said it's not allowed to play outside but it's actually you need to get uh, uh, How can I say? So there are some places and you said uh, sometimes the companies are doing for us like when they're they're having an event. Mm -hmm. Like a permit? Yeah, yeah, like a permit. So every time you should get a permit to play outside for the specific day. They don't say anything only for fest days because, you know, everyone is outside and celebrating when... Couple of times we got some problems with the police and everything, but mm. people are just protesting police, so, <laughs> so they don't touch us on these specific mm. days. But we mm. cannot say let's ju- let's just meet near the seaside and play together today. Mm. So it's not possible actually. Uh, so that's the that's not a good thing for us to imp- uh, to play together. Uh, that's why my also. Uh, Next plans includes the find some connections uh, with the government, (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. just like I will, I'm going to offer some, uh, I mean, I'm going to ask for permit and also uh, offer them to play on their events free (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that it will be a both win-win deal, you know. So we will we can play outside so it will be perfect for us. And also they are doing some events for the community for the people who live there. So it will be also a perfect match, you know.
0: So you have dancers as part of your group, is that correct?
2: Uh not actually. Oh yeah, okay. we have yeah, we have uh, a lot of dancer friends mm. from different countries. When we uh, went to a festival, we we go to Coburg Festival, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like in these big festivals, I have a lot of friends, very close friends, because we met thousands of times in different sure. countries, different mm-hmm. samba festivals. So, like, uh, they, without even asking, they are just... Uh, dressing their clothes, their ah, costumes, okay. and they came to our performance yes. as a uh-huh. surprise, you know. Uh-huh. But also, I, but I also <laughs> ask ask some of them, you know, to can you just dance with with us also if the time, I mean, if the schedule is okay for you. Mm-hmm. I also ask, but like at the end we have like 6 7 dancers on the stage. I was Yeah, I was watching. Yeah. Yeah, they are all very close friends and I want to thank you all of them, <laughs> you know, <laughs> cuz without them we have with no dancers. <clears throat> but when we come to the events in Turkey, yeah, we we also have dancers, but they are not actually samba dancers mm-hmm. every time yeah i mean they are into samba but they are not so they are professional dancers and try to manage samba as well and they have good costumes so just we try to uh, find the balance you know I With, see. without any dancer it's not so it doesn't look so nice so yeah we try to include them in some of the big events sure as well, but we pay them. I mm. can say, <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. So actually, they are not our dancers, but they're also friends, and uh, they support us whenever we need. I see. So yeah, this also another plan to uh, the, I mean, to build a dancing dancer team, mm-hmm. which belongs to Istanbul School of Samba. Uh, we have a lot of students. I mean, the young dancers—they are into Latin and everything—and they are very motivated. But the problem is, we cannot find the person who who will teach. You know, sure,
3: yeah, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh, my solu- solution was to just invite some close friends yeah. again to Turkey and make a workshop. Uh, but you know, the economy is not going well in Turkey. For last year, mm-hmm. long years, I can say, mm-hmm. but uh, especially this year, it's getting worse and worse. So, like, the euro is like uh, equals to 10 lira, oh, like wow. one euro. So, it's like 10 times. Uh, hmm. so it was the highest uh, time we like. So, that, of course, when you invite someone, you should. Uh, give whatever they deserve you know mm-hmm. And but in this case it's becoming a little bit impossible these days
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so but it's also actually it's still a plan uh, maybe when life is getting a little bit more normal I mean when we're getting rid of this uh, COVID thing mm-hmm. it will be also on the Uh, to-do list (laughs) sure (laughs) I can say (laughs) yeah because as I said I just I just went to Berlin Dresden like uh, Coburg so we met a lot of different samba schools a lot of friends Uh, I see them like more than 25 years they are doing the carnival in Berlin and I every year uh, I I was also invited to play there it's, it's really amazing carnival. So, and I also saw the uh, baterias and like samba schools and they are really older than us. Mm-hmm. And I just try to get the tips how to make it
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, continue forever and yeah, like cool. becoming a family, just include the children as well. So like I also try to, so what I see, I just come back and try to perform like they do or like the best part of it which suits with us Mm -hmm. so yeah my goal is just to make a big family and like after 20 years 25 years we will celebrate with our children like Mm -hmm. with a bigger family (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's the main thing uh, what i was dreaming about when i started this because I saw that it's perfect, you know. Uh, I was lucky that I was there on those carnivals and everything, and I just experienced uh, these wonderful moments I never forget. And I wanna make it also in Turkey. I mm-hmm. know it's hard, but uh, that's my crazy idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm insisting on continue doing this. But I don't right. know why, if I missed the question, where, where, where were we?
1: <laughs> I have a question about dancers in Turkey. So ah, yeah. Samba, you know, Samba dancers, they show a lot of skin. Is that acceptable there? To have
2: dancers? Show a lot of skin. skin. Oh. Like- yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's another problem. <laughs> For example, we were about to play at a festival near the seaside and like <clears throat> we have two dancers, they were Russian and they have these beautiful samba costumes, of course. And before the show, they the organizers, they came to me and they said, you know, uh they couldn't wear this. They want to see the costume they're going to wear and we showed it and they said you know we cannot accept this so they should wear something to cover their bodies unfortunately so but uh, as as far as i told you before those dancers are really professional and they already knew it so they have their backup mm-hmm. these cover up mm-hmm. costumes as well mm-hmm. uh yeah it it happens so uh so it's not the same dancers <laughs> what you see in different countries I mean uh, about costume thing it's not always a lot. Of course when we play on the beach it's a beach festival or something like this say sometimes we play at a reggae festival or, or some different festivals, which is more uh, confident I mean, more relaxed, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can say. Uh, so those those times are okay, but uh, when it comes to a big uh, show or big festival with another bands except Samba and with a lot of different famous uh, popular singers and somehow, so it means that there are some bureaucracy in it, so mm-hmm. that some people are just not allowing this to happen
1: it's it's actually kind of the same here Uh, some yeah um, well in some you know when some people hire you for corporate gigs they don't want they don't want the bikinis they want you know the dancers to be more covered um
2: yeah
1: Yeah. they'll request that sometimes it kind of depends on who is hiring you but it's not Mm -hmm. you know yeah of course it just depends yeah
2: sometimes we play at the weddings like we make surprises with the cake so (laughs) nobody sees us (laughs) until we start playing so we just uh, just appear on the uh, on the way with the cake Mm -hmm. and when people are dancing they don't recognize us so like we start playing The music stops and we start playing, and the cake is coming with us (laughs) in the front. So it's uh, like a huge surprise for everyone, right? With all the audience. So sometimes uh, the, I mean, the bride doesn't want it, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, because you know the dancers took all the attention, (laughs) right? Uh, That that's why. The bride doesn't want it sometimes <laughs> and they, they she mentions it a lot of times.
1: Right. Yeah, I've I've definitely watched some uncomfortable folks watching <laughs> us play when they have got yeah. they're kinda of shifting in their seats and trying not to look at us. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny the different reactions. And other people are like going crazy and loving it. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah, there are there are always two sides, you know.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I got used to it. Uh so yeah. just try to find a solution, you know. Mm-hmm. If they are not okay and we want to play very much. So of course, uh it's not okay to accept everything every time. But uh somehow there are also some parameters, you know, you need to follow up. Mm-hmm and uh, there are some sometimes in some festivals there are some strict rules so that uh, if we want it so bad to play there so we just say okay but somehow we do some kind of little protesting you know when (laughs) we are playing (laughs) Mm -hmm. somehow we just uh, make the people learn about it yeah. Or like feel it, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean.
1: Yes, I do. So
2: uh, our behavior says, okay, we are very happy. We have a huge energy. We he- we are here to share it with you guys. Mm-hmm. But this is not okay, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but okay, we will have fun anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> but this is not okay. Just keep it in your mind. <laughs> That's cool. So, yeah, uh, like like countries like Turkey, because it's changed uh, a lot in the last 20 years, you know, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> with the government. <laughs> so that, uh, yeah, uh, so we try to continue what we love. And of course, there will be some restrictions, but it doesn't mean we will stop what we're doing. So, of course, we will, we're going to fight for it to make it better in a way. So uh, in years, I hope it will be more acceptable and and people will be more understanding Mm -hmm. on each other. But yeah, so but
0: (laughs) Speaking of that, um, do you have, does the government like give cultural like Money, you know, so do you get any funding from the government or like organizations? Of, yeah.
2: Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think
0: so, but I thought I would ask.
2: <laughs> of course not. So, how we work is like uh, everyone just pays something monthly, mm-hmm. so every member. And like, but as directors, we don't earn anything. Mm-hmm for teaching and or anything or organizing or anything we just do it really for our pleasure and like for this thing to continue sure. and getting bigger so like what we collect money from others we paid for the renting the theater or mm-hmm. whatever we need like the transport sometimes like renewing the skins and the uh, the material we have, I mean the instruments and everything, because mm-hmm. it's also a big problem to buy new instruments. Because uh, Turkey, there is no place we can buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like no place. So that we used to, uh, we used to find some si- websites and we just buy from there for years, but now it's impossible because the euro is getting like mm. a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, last year I was in Rio and before me, two years before uh, Mehmet was there, mm-hmm. so that uh, whenever we travel to uh, some places like Brazil or some places, Germany, like mm-hmm. we can find any Samba store or something, So we try to buy with all our money (laughs) uh, new instruments Uh, because, yeah, somehow just we're not planning to get bigger like this. But, you know, there are a lot of people and when everyone is motivated, so there will be like 50 people. So and like we have extra surdos, extra chocalios, everything extra. Just mm-hmm. to be sure that uh, when everyone is there, we have like healthy instruments, mm-hmm. with, like uh, healthy skins and stuff. So like we should provide them so not to lose them, you know. Because mm-hmm. yeah. when when it happens, it's not so nice that people are just came to play with us and we said you know sorry but we don't have enough kaisha or for you <laughs> mm. so but of course after years uh, we have also musicians you uh, like at the beginning i guess but i forgot to answer this question how the bateria works uh, like we we are two directors mehmet Urunu and me so for the last years he left all these directing stuff to me But he's also in the Bateria supporting surdos and he loves to play tambourim. I mean, he's very good at tambourim. So he's directing uh, surdos and tambourims mainly. Uh, I'm directing the whole Bateria. And you know, we have also brass players. I also with eye contact with them because we play breaks. We play enredos, We play also songs so that uh, to... Uh, like organize this is uh, sometimes makes me a little bit chaotic you know
3: Mm.
2: because when when the the, the bateria stops like uh, the brass should get in so that uh, when i'm directing the bateria i also gave some signals to the (laughs) brass players as well uh, because of they should be on time and they should start playing so after that the bateria also joined them this kind of arrangements but uh, we can manage in a way because uh, we're not like uh, 300 500 bateria so that <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, for in years we just learned how to manage like 30 50 people with two people two mm-hmm. director i can say and but uh, i we also started to just teach some our young uh, members how to direct as well Mm. when we're not there like Mm. tambourine director so we gave the the chance to experience it in the rehearsals i can say and also there are some professional musicians in the in samba school but of course, they play in some like some of them are playing with some famous bands, some famous singers, so that they have their own concerts and everything, so that they cannot come to all our rehearsals or all our shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, somehow I know that they are there and they are come and support us when we really need them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So that, uh, and also we have like. Uh, a lot of members who are with us like more than ten years, so we used to play together more than ten years. So they are they are not musicians, but they really learned how to play their own instrument. So that uh, we try in on the rehearsals when we have missing surdo player, like a very good Kaisha player, just replace him or something like this. We make some arrangements uh, and also uh, try them to learn the breaks uh, when they play different instruments or how it goes. So I believe it's a good thing for everyone to try different instruments because I'm also coming with that way (laughs) Mm -hmm. because as I told before, uh, I started with Kaisa, then I but when you say what is your primary instrument i can now i say repinik because i should play <laughs> i play repinik and uh, direct the bateria at the same time because uh, there are only two three people can play repinik at the bateria we mostly need kaisa uh, instead of repinik yes yeah, uh, yeah. So, but uh, in different workshops, uh, in different festivals, I also observe a lot for different uh, instruments, like so that I improve my tambourine, shokalio, surdo, tercera, everything. So, Mehmet also doing the same. So, we just both of us try to play everything so be. Uh, really, there and know about every what plays what and who plays what on exact breaks and songs, so that we should be clear and tell people in a clear way how to do it. Mm-hmm. So that I also work different instruments and work hard on it to just improve and show it in a uh, correct way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually took a lot of notes before <laughs> our chatting, you know, because because uh, <clears throat> actually I said I started with uh, it, the story started uh, with a workshop with Mestre Nilo, mm-hmm. but then uh, like uh, I just had a chance to attend a lot of workshops with some famous. Uh, Guys and women uh, who are really good at their job, like also in Brazil. I went to like uh, I attended to a workshop in of Salgueiro, for example. I played with Porto de Pedra, and also I played with Estacio, Batquebato. So and also there were a new uh, blocos dos gringos. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, so my uh very good friend and my I can say my second mentor is Antonio Fuentes he was organizing this gringo bateria in Rio last year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was he also was uh, he lived in Istanbul for a while mm. and yeah oh. so he he always supported me to just building the bateria and learning other instruments and teaching everyone so he also came once to after he moved from istanbul he came back for a workshop to when we are first uh, starting istanbul school of samba he came here to just make a workshop to the new guys and yeah, he's a really good friend and I wanna thank him, you know. Without him, I couldn't manage to just go to these a lot of festivals and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I also should mention like the workshops with Dudu Fuentes mm-hmm. in Brazil and Gabriel Policarpo. Uh, I love him. <laughs> I can say. <laughs> yeah, Cuz you know, uh, I as a person as well, but also the approach to the music. Yeah. Uh, I found him very similar to me because of course we love a traditional samba and the basics, everything okay. But uh, just to create something new is another page of the yeah. story, you know. So yeah. that's also me to create some new stuff with uh, just mixing up with different genres. Uh, so that he helped me a lot to improve my uh, playing Rapunik. Mm-hmm. Also, Vaguinho, the Rapiki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Bruninho, uh I just uh, had a chance to work with all these incredible guys. Uh, also, like Talita. You already met her, right, (laughs) before? Yeah. So, like, also, she helped me to just uh, learn how to play tambourine in her workshop. I I think it was in Mallorca or somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cool. So, yeah. So, in in a summary, like, I was very lucky to meet all these incredible people. And they just uh, gave me a lot of things that i didn't even dream of you know uh so like uh i have also close friends even if they are not some like masters or something but they're playing like me like around 10-15 years and every Mm -hmm. single player i think we can they can learn from each other so that i'm always open to learn uh so uh in some way we should leave our egos and mm-hmm. uh, just support each <laughs> other, you know, because it's also a problem <laughs> in big communities, yes, yeah, uh, who will play what and who play the signals and everything. So that's always a, a issue <laughs> in big yeah. materials, yeah. So, uh, I'm always open to learn from each other and support each other, so even. I, I, I can say, sometimes I really learn from a beginner, you know,
3: because,
2: mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he or she just ask a questions and you say, oh, I never think about this way. <laughs> <laughs> so that it will also yeah. uh, gives you an idea to see things in a different way, make it a little bit easier, because every people has a different way of learning, so... As a teacher, I can mm-hmm. say, because I also give some drum lessons, percussion lessons, and also teaching samba. So, so every child, every woman, every man, they they are unique and they have their different learning styles. So you should be uh, find the way which is the best for exact person. Mm-hmm. Because maybe yeah. your way doesn't work for them. So that's. Right that's the biggest uh, starting point. Uh, So like, I always say, you know, whenever you don't understand anything, please uh, ask me and we can just try in a different way. I mean, telling the same Mm -hmm. thing, but as you understand. Because it's normal. Uh, I was talking about someone messaged me today and uh, she just told me about dance stuff you know she knows it as a samba only as a dance so she said okay sorry it's my mistake i never learned or uh, read about this so he she used a bad word for it Herself, (laughs) but I said, uh, I said, no, no worries, because we're not born with (laughs) Samba, you know. Yeah, because yeah, we're in Turkey, and Samba is not our culture, of course. So, but like, if you're interested, you're always welcome. You can join our rehearsals, see what's going on. If you wanna play something, just come and try, because we also have like on Tuesdays we used to have beginner rehearsal i can say so like everyone is invited so but we want them to continue every week so then uh, of course some of them are more talented and more uh, active like and more motivated into playing one specific instrument and their energy is a little bit higher than the others, so that you can realize uh, that we can include them into the bateria later after some learnings and Mm -hmm. practicing. Mm -hmm. So that's the way we try to extend our bateria. So like we make beginner classes so uh, some of them which we found more successful and like with the energy, with the positivity, with uh, beautiful. I mean, contribution to the bacteria. So we just want them to include in the bacteria, be part of the family.
1: Yeah.
2: Not like only a Samba course, you know what they pay for like a, hobby but we want them to just live together this as a as a culture
1: there's a picture floating around out there of you guys like your batteria and video too being suspended way up in this way up in the air at at a performance <laughs> yeah can you tell us <laughs> a, like what that was how that worked and 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 B, how did you convince your people? Like a lot of folks are afraid of heights. Like how did you convince
3: them to? <laughs> yeah, do <that>? yeah. I, <laughs> I
2: would love to tell about it because it was like one of the, <laughs> it was like one of the uh, most like mm, it was like a climbing mountain. Maybe uh, <laughs> looks uh, harder than that. So like uh, there was a mayor actually, old mayor, and our glass, brass players. Uh, they got used to playing the in those districts uh, band you know and this mm-hmm. mayor he asked them to just uh, make something very surprising and very unusual <laughs> not, not done before <laughs> so and these guys guys just came and asked to us so guys what what we can do? not done before (laughs) and once i i just saw (laughs) i just saw this in Rio. Uh, like i just saw a video a couple of years ago Uh, it was like in the morning and not at night and with big production but there were some guys they were hanging and playing samba so i i just saw it before and I said, you know, the, the most amazing thing I saw is like the guys jet, they're <laughs> hanging in the air and they're playing samba. They did it in Rio once. So if they have courage to do that, I can uh, recommend <laughs> this to uh, make, you know. And then they also support <laughs> our, our crazy idea. <laughs>
1: oh. That's awesome.
2: And actually it was also uh i should mention because it was uh, the event was on the day it was it's called victory day so it's a mm-hmm. big fest uh it's a special day for turkey and yeah because of some issues i don't remember exactly but uh as far as i remember it's because of some terror attacks or something uh, the government wants to skip the celebrations in the in the country so there was a rumor about this so like it's not allowed to celebrate on the day or something like this and uh, so that uh, the slogan was if we're not uh, allowed to celebrate on the ground we will celebrate in the air <laughs> so uh, but yeah it was... Uh, To be honest it was scary for me like because when we're up so there was a big truck I don't know the name in English but uh, you can imagine there was a big truck so like there are ropes coming from it and all these I think we were like 20 or 30 people hanging in the air with uh, brass players as well. So like when we're on the air, I was really scared. Like, so we get shot, you know? Oh, yeah, because it's contrary for idea for some other half of Turkey, maybe, Uh, so that it's a protest in a way. So that and like before Mm -hmm. the show, it's or some because we make some rehearsals in the morning time, Mm -hmm. one day ago. And when we're rehearsing, like uh, some people, they are walking to, they are going to their jobs and stuff. They see us and they took some videos before the show. I mean, the rehearsal Mm -hmm. because it's Uh in the air, so you cannot hide, you know. (laughs) So, like, what are these people doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they recorded and, like, in the on on the same day, we just saw the videos, watched millions before the show, so like all the TV channels and their websites, everything, they started sharing this video. And of course they are aware of what we will do on the, on that specific day. So that all these TV channels recorded it and make interviews and just, just shared our videos on the news. <laughs> so yeah, of course there wouldn't be a good promotion at the end like uh, because when we are doing this it was like uh, told us it was told like we will uh, do this and we will do this in different countries different festivals so it's all set up and stuff so but it's it wasn't yeah it's not happening (laughs) so we made it (laughs) two times somehow Mm -hmm. it's blocked you know I don't know the details, Mm. but it it didn't happen. We did it two times. Once it was that night. It was amazing because like we're in the air and there was a, what is called, anchor or some, there are two people there. Uh, They're just talking about us and just motivate the crowd and stuff. So like Mm -hmm. uh, they said, uh we put some lights on our heads as well so and when we click some buttons the lighting is changing as well so when we change the songs the lighting on our head is also changing so it was like uh, exactly beyond the in the air (laughs) so it was yeah one of the memories i have never forgot you know uh, and it was amazing so after we did it uh, when we get got into the ground uh, it was like the feeling how can i describe for example you made a boat trip for long days or for long mm-hmm. hours so mm-hmm. then when you get to the ground it was like the ground is like sleeping <laughs> under you oh
3: yeah so <laughs> yeah
2: so it was uh, really similar to that feeling but Hmm. Uh, the feeling was you're still in the air. Sure. Yeah. So, after you get back. <laughs> so, I'm yeah, funny. of course, some of us are very scared and just one surdo player couldn't play and stopped, you know, she, he's not playing and <laughs> he's, uh, he's yeah, like uh, <laughs> downstairs that I was it's in good, the middle because yeah. I played the key calls and stuff to so everyone can hear me. I was in the middle. Yeah,
1: you so were kind of just... out front, like dangling in front of them.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, on the front one, he's directing the brass players. Oh, I thought that
1: was you, up. I see. Yeah. Uh,
2: could you I guys hear each the...
1: other? How was the sound? Could you hear? Yeah, there
2: there are microphones on each other.
1: Oh, gotcha.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, we hear it. But I saw the guy, he's not playing surdo. It's, he's, he was on downstairs, and I just shouted, come on, play the surdo. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, somehow he was shocked, and then he got himself like, back, and he started right. playing again. <laughs> so, so how, a, how long were
0: you suspended in the air?
2: Uh, it was like not more than 30 minutes, but yeah, around oh, okay. 20, 30 minutes.
0: How did that harness feel if you were hanging there for, did, did it hurt or were you comfortable um, <clears throat> hanging there? Yeah, first, <laughs> yes, I guess.
2: first it's, it's not exactly, it's not comfortable because it's first, we're uh, doing it for the first time and it mm-hmm. was like the ropes, like, uh, cause our legs are, uh, like on the air so mm-hmm. uh, and the ropes is like uh, finished in our middle of the body so that mm-hmm. our legs are in emptiness <laughs> <laughs> Right. so yeah for the first 5-10 minutes for me uh, I can say it was like I couldn't move I mm. just try to play only I think about my hands yeah. and also we put a lot of uh, sticks if we oh if yeah okay, down. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure. and also the instruments there are some mountain guys use it you know uh not to how can i say yeah there are some like equipments. rock climbing
3: yeah. yeah 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 so
2: we also use use those to keep our instruments mm. attached to us
0: Oh, uh, like carabiners awesome. or something like that. <laughs> yeah,
2: because yeah. there are people downstairs and if we fall, fall oh. yeah, I mean, uh, so it yeah. was a little bit dangerous, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but fun, yeah. And the lights, <laughs> all the crowds just put their, uh, how can I say, this their phones up with the lights. So it was like a light CVC oh. oh, and cool. yeah, it was very cool, yeah.
0: We will post uh, yes. links to that.
2: Yeah, yeah. So there are some videos. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you can find the Istanbul School of Samba account in YouTube. Awesome. <laughs> I took, I took is... that
1: picture... I found that picture on your Instagram page, and I posted it to the WhatsApp channel for um, uh-huh. yeah. the group here. And I I told them, "Hey, next next rehearsal, we're going to be working <laughs> on this."
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what we're doing. Yeah, actually, yeah, actually uh, since we have a lot of friends in different countries who are uh, in love with samba, so when we go to uh, next Coburg festival. Because, you know, there are some people, they have the uh, same picture mm-hmm. on their phone, and they're mm-hmm. showing me, this is the guy, you know. <laughs> they, are <in> the <laughs> <laughs> they make us a little bit famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's a nice memory for yes. all of us. So I hope <laughs> we can do it again. You went viral. A chance again. Yeah. so <laughs> lovely one.
1: That's cool. So you've taken your whole group to Coburg, right? You've traveled yeah. there and performed at the Coburg Summit Festival? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we made it twice. Uh, yes, we made it twice. But yeah, if the pandemic should let us, it will be more. But <laughs> 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 yeah, I think coming years, we will always, we always love to be there. And also a lot of people, join us from different countries as well That's so cool. we will be a bigger family when we yeah. meet all these friends and play together again of course we join to other materials as well to support mm-hmm. them and just play with them it's i would love to go a, to that festival yeah it sounds look, that would be yeah, so, cool. Looks so fun yeah. yeah for me i was like i don't even remember but maybe for the last 10 years i was every year I played at least with four or five batteries, <laughs> So it was like changing the shirts and <laughs> running yeah. to other show, you know. So it's always so intense and fun and uh, just perfect time. I and have, does the I festival
1: want... provide you with a little bit of travel expense? Like a little bit of money? Yeah, to they, get you yeah. yeah.
2: There? Yes, they make not so much, but uh, yeah it helps us right. anyway a little bit yeah uh, n- next time it will help more because the euro gets higher in turkey so that it will yeah. be more right. more money for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but they also provide a uh, place to stay and uh, food right. and everything no, that's great so yeah right. it's it's yeah because when you think about like hundreds of groups joining there and they're eating, yeah. staying and playing. So it's a huge yeah. organization.
1: Yeah, it's a cool thing. I don't know how they pull it off.
2: I know it because I'm always organizing. Yeah, I'm the one mm-hmm. who organize all these transports, all these passports mm-hmm. of every member. Yeah. And of course there are there will be problems when we're taking some visa and everything. So yeah. some years we lose our players because they couldn't get visa on time or denied this kind of things right so yeah but it's fun
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's an it's really a cool thing um i would love to talk to the people who organize it because that's such a a awesome thing that happens yeah i
2: I agree Yeah. So and I miss it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, any samba festival, like, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, I was in Rio last uh, year, and it was my first time in Rio. Mm-hmm. So yeah, after I saw the carnival there, like, I was like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> I should be here every year, you know. And then I stayed there about a month uh it was amazing like i played with a lot of people so then when i got back the pandemic starts like two three days later so we just closed our homes and like and it still continues so that yeah i'm very excited to be on the next uh, rio festival as well rio carnival that's my like Life goal you know, <laughs> for every. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I wish we had something like Coburg here. That would be cool.
2: Yeah, of course.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Diana, do you have anything? Um,
2: I told you I love speaking so <laughs> much. <laughs> and thank you guys. It was really fun to talk I- to you and about some every issue we can mention
1: yeah you're doing
2: a great job
1: thank you thank for coming you. on and sharing um about <laughs> what you're doing there everybody you know every country is a little bit of a different different story about how how it yeah, works of
3: course but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yes i want to go so, back to istanbul i loved it there so i'll meet you one day Oh, ah, we're waiting <laughs> for you
2: <laughs> I love it's it it's also good that you know pe- when people are visiting Istanbul I got some whatsapp messages or some calls from friends from different, different countries and they said oh my friend is coming and he plays Kaisha, she plays Surdo she's a Chicago player so I said okay the time is uh, our rehearsal time is this so just we connect somehow and they join us we play and also in some Uh, like if they are lucky on the weekends if we have a show after the rehearsal we will also invite them to play on the show we gave our shirts and everything Mm. Mm-hmm. So uh, it will be a lovely memory, you know, in Istanbul. So <laughs> they when they're back, they told the oh, it was crazy in Istanbul. We joined to the rehearsal. <laughs> we went to the, we went to their show. It's amazing. So that uh, the others also just found us easily, which makes us very happy, you know, to meet all people in Istanbul and play together. Yes, yeah. it's great
0: to have those connections.
2: Yeah, yeah so in also in in this way some ways the perfect connection for to the world Mm -hmm. for us to because i traveled a lot to different countries and uh, sometimes i also get some difficulties to just prove myself at the beginning uh, of course, some people and some community is always very invited and like uh, lovely, perfect, <laughs> fun. Uh, but sometimes, like not everyone, but people just ask me, "Oh, where are you from? I said, I'm from Turkey. And then sometimes it's like, oh, what are you doing here? So you you get all the way from Turkey to play here. I said yes. So, people at the beginning they find it very strange, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, mostly in the festivals and everything, I was uh, the only Turkish guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, there are some, but they already live in other countries, not in Turkey. Mm-hmm. So, that uh, they started to t- t- tell me like the ambassador of. Turkey, Samba, Samba ambassador <laughs> of Turkey. <laughs> yeah, but, Unofficial yeah. ambassador. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm happy to hear that because uh, somehow after I, but it uh, mostly always happens the same thing, like after I start playing, all these uh, difficulties just dismissed, uh, I mean uh, just gone when they when people see me playing, oh, you're really into samba, and uh, some, so they, they are surprised, <laughs> I can say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but even in Rio, because uh, I started to learn some Portuguese with some apps mm-hmm. uh, just to survive in Rio, <laughs> uh, you know. So, like, with Brazilian people, I really cannot speak a proper portuguese so Mm -hmm. that some words some couple of sentences to uh, just talk about me but uh, so again the music connects us you know after i started playing uh, they said oh come turco they hug me (laughs) and they just uh, you know i feel like i'm home again (laughs) so like every every time it happened so it's it's a Really good feeling, I can say. Wherever you are, after you played, everyone just hugs you and just <laughs> uh, accept you as you are. So that's a very huge thing I I believe, because mm-hmm. uh, in except Samba, most of, most people couldn't manage it, or in a lot of communities it doesn't work like this. So that. <clears throat> It's the perfect thing I can say like a family wherever you are.
1: Yeah totally that's a great that's a great description
0: especially like a, with uh, like with Europe you're able to travel to other um, countries for workshops and just you can speak the same language. Yeah love Samba
2: And yeah <clears throat> I was I found myself very lucky uh, in my life and also in Samba. Because uh, I actually was playing drums, like the drum set. I was playing with rock bands and metal bands. Like I played funk, ska, reggae, a lot of different genres with different bands. Uh, but, you know, I can say I couldn't find this huge energy in any genre. So, uh, mm. some, so some really affected me in my heart. So, it just hits me. Because uh, also more than ten years I was into uh, energy stuff, like mm-hmm. uh, Reiki, it's called. Mm-hmm. But I'm not uh, carrying the flag, but it's only for me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to balance my energy and also give some energy to people. So I think it also helps to manage the battery, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, sometimes people are very. Them demotivated and like sad because in daily life everything can happen and they come to rehearsal and when I believe that when they see me uh, I should affect people in a positive way and just accept them again in the family you know Mm. whatever it happens we are here we're sharing the good energy we will try we will give a hand you know Mm. so to feel better so i found find it very important you know just not just playing together and going to drink and having fun yeah. but this is also important to be a family uh, with good energies of course it's good uh, it's normal to feel bad sometimes but uh uh summer school should be like whatever you feel how bad a day was, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) when you come to the rehearsal or going to play in a performance or gig, you should be in the moment and get the Mm -hmm. perfect energy from the others, even if you're not so high. Right. (laughs) So, like, yeah, I believe it so much. Yeah, it can uh, heal you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 So that's, uh, that's our main idea, I mean, in our summer school. Yeah. So now people started to ask me, So when is your next parade and stuff? People sending me messages and asking me the next uh, thing coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, because normally, as I said, on the 29th of October, it's the biggest parade we have so we mm-hmm. played on the ba- bada street but it was like more than ten thousand people on wow. the street wow. so like it will be always crazy uh, and yeah the dancers the players they want to join us but i'm not sure about this year i hope we can manage it but uh, as i told you we have a Place problems still, right? So that mm-hmm. yeah, if we can just solve it nearby, <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh, soon, so that I we try to organize it as well. So like fingers crossed. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So is there anything that um, we didn't ask you that you would like to share with uh, with the audience who's listening? Uh,
2: I think I already talked a lot. (laughs) Of course, the audience is not getting bored of my
1: my stories. No, it was perfect. Not
3: at all.
2: (laughs) So, like, I'm very happy that we, you, that having me in this session. And, like, I think it's the first Turkish guy, right? (laughs) In this video show. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) So, yeah, nice to meet you again. yes well, well, thank, thank you. you so much um so like actually uh, i want to mention that it will be a surprise for everyone because like i'm working on a new project of course it's linked to samba again <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we will do it with the members uh, of our school again cool. but it will be a different name and different uh, concept we are planning oh so i hope yeah yeah, i hope we will just make it live and i that and i will be very happy to share with you guys
1: yeah let us know we'll help you promote it yeah of course
2: breaking news Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so i will just put it like a secret or like mysterious (laughs) 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 so that everyone should follow me and Istanbul <laughs> yeah. to awesome. get notified <laughs> awesome yeah perfect. what I want to say
0: great well thank you again Chara it was great talking to you and hearing uh, about your, your group
2: yeah for me as well thank you very much thanks for letting me stu- just speaking a lot <laughs> again <laughs> no we love it <laughs> So next time, I hope we just see each other face to face, like Mm -hmm. on the same place, and also play together, dance together. Yeah, that's the main thing which is missing. Yes. But uh, yeah, dreaming about it is also good (laughs) for now. Yeah.
1: Right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. It's always really cool to meet people around the world who are playing this music and, and exploring it and getting good at it and teaching others and just having fun. So,
0: yeah, such such good uh, enthusiasm for yeah, it.
1: Yeah, The ambassador of Turkey, <laughs> <laughs>
0: or the Turkish ambassador, the Samba ambassador.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that's cool.
1: If you want to hear more and see those photos of them all suspended in the air, it's definitely worth a look. You can, we'll have that posted on our website, thebrazilianbeat.com. You can see all the links to different events and things that they do and their Instagram and social media. Everything will be there. Uh, thebrazilianbeat.com.
0: So uh, we have a shout out tonight. Uh, tonight? We have a shout out today. Um, this is from Michael Anderson from London, Ontario, Canada. He sent us a really great couple emails with suggestions and just really uh, had some great ideas. So thank you so much, Michael. It's always uh, great to hear from listeners.
1: Yeah, a uh, podcast listener, GoSamba customer, and a uh, right. a donator to HMO Solid Audio. So yes, that's right. He hit all, all, all levels. <laughs> 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 yeah, so thanks, Michael.
4: Dica do dia. <laughs> <laughs> so dica do dia. Uh, we have two expressions in Portuguese. Todo dia or and o dia todo. So todo dia when todo comes before dia, then it means every day. So for example, I uh, eu cozinho. Uh, todo dia ou todos os dias then it means I cook every day but if you say o dia todo todo coming after dia then it means the entire day so if you say eu cozinho o dia todo then it means you you cook the entire day so if you put todo before dia it means every day but if you put todo after dia then it means the entire day Mm -hmm. So very subtle but it makes a big difference in meaning.
1: Would that be true for, like, I ate the entire pizza versus I ate pizza every day?
4: Ah, okay, so if I say uh, I I eat I, you ate pizza every day or you eat pizza every day? I eat pizza every day. Yeah, so then it would be eu como a pizza todos os dias, ou todo dia. But if, you, but then if you, want, you want to say that you ate the entire pizza, you comi a pizza, ah, then you could use both. Actually, you can say you comi toda a pizza or you comi a pizza toda. Mm. Like toda could be um, in either side of the word pizza. But specifically for dia, if you say todo dia, then it means every day. But o dia todo means the entire day. Mm. Excellent. So this was Chica do Dia. Dun dun dun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, we hope you guys enjoyed the Chica do Dia. Luciana's amazing. It's always fun to have her. Diana and I are starting our, our Portuguese class again. Another round Another of round. We've there been we doing it for a year already now. I know.
0: And how's our Portuguese?
1: That's right. Oh, man. I think over the summer I got worse. Yeah, we had a little break. So. Didn't study as much. Yeah.
0: It'll come back. It'll come back. Looking, looking forward. And we're looking forward to having uh, your bandmate Esteban in there, too. Yeah. Right,
1: Courtney? Yeah. Shout out
0: to Esteban.
1: Esteban's going to be there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Ciao.